0: The Pat Kenny Show. With MasterCard. Share an extraordinary experiences all over the world with priceless cities at priceless.com.
1: This is News Talk. Now, Pete, uh, the vet, uh, normally cycles into us from Bray. He's very fit. You know, he does triathlons and the like. Uh, this morning, he's had to take the car and as a result has had to come in conflict with Dublin traffic. Uh, but he is on the telephone. Pete, good morning.
0: Good morning.
1: <laughs> traffic crazy.
0: It's, awesome. it's It's been stationary for the last half hour where I am. I don't know what's going ahead. I just miss my bicycle so much.
1: And uh, (laughs) as we heard from Luke O'Neill a few minutes ago, being on the bike in the open air keeps you free from infection.
0: (laughs) Well, that's another bonus.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Another bonus. Anyway, uh, we wanted to talk to you today, uh, besides answering our listeners' questions, about uh, dog orthodontics and why uh, dogs might need it.
0: Yes, well, I had a a case in this week which was typical, whereby the dog looked perfectly normal, a very healthy four-month-old dog, but one of the front canine teeth, you know, the big pointy ones, mm-hmm. one, the left one, the bottom was actually deflected inwards. So it was pressing in to the dog's hard palate. So the dog could now, it could close its mouth. But when it closed its mouth, the tooth was pressing into the hard palate and it was causing a little ulceration. And and that's, that's we don't do orthodontics in dogs for looks. We don't worry about dogs having gappy teeth or dogs looking a little bit, um, I don't know, uh somehow not quite perfect. That's not the thing. It's not cosmetic. It's functional.
1: It's to make sure that the dog can eat uh, and be comfortable and not be in pain.
0: Exactly. I mean, there are some cases that have been so severe where the canine tooth is pushed right up through the hard palate, so there's actually a hole now between the 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 mouth and the nasal cavity and food then when a dog eats goes into the nasal cavity and you get all sorts of complications so that's just one example but you also get dogs with overcrowded teeth with extra teeth um and and you get dogs that retain their deciduous teeth that that then causes deflection of 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 teeth there's all sorts of ways that
1: orthodontics needs to be used in dogs Mm. i presume it is expensive though
0: it, at the top level, it's very expensive. So you can get the same sort of braces um, and um, plates that get uh, stuck on with acrylic and um, all sorts of complex things like this. You can even get to the level of cutting through bone and rearranging the whole shape of the jaw. But in most cases, simple approaches work. And that's what most vets around Ireland would use. So for example, you might have a, a um, uh, extraction of deciduous teeth because they're not falling out by themselves. Or you might have there's a very practical thing you could do called ball therapy, where you literally play with a dog with a special type of ball that when the dog presses its its teeth around the ball, the teeth are pushed out slightly. So you, vets will actually prescribe regular ball therapy for a dog in order to straighten their teeth.
1: Okay, well, ball therapy would be the cheapest uh, form of orthodontic treatment. Now, uh, some of the texts we got, by the way, this is a massive praise for Pete the vet. This day, two weeks ago, I texted you regarding my tomcat, who's 17 years old, and asked Pete why he goes off every day to another room of the house and starts howling. Pete said, it might be his blood pressure. Take him to the vet. This I did. His blood pressure was over 200. So he's ah. now on tablets. And uh, when I took him back to the vet this week, we're now down to 150 since using the tablets, hoping to get it down to 120. So thanks again to Pete, says Moran. Oh, that's, that's great feedback. Thank so you. that's good. It's good to know. Yeah, now, with a is. lot of catty questions, uh, I had to bring my cat to the vet the other day. He went crazy in the cat box in the car. He was scratching, whining, really getting upset. I have to bring him again this week. Uh, have you any suggestion as to keep him calm on the car journey? That's from Cormac.
0: It's very difficult because it's just an unfamiliar stress for the cat. You can get stuff called fell away, which is a kind of pheromone that you squirt into the cat's cat cage and that then makes the cage seem more like home to the cat. But frankly, um, if a cat is that distressed it's, it's, it's almost impossible and um I think you can talk to your vet about what else can be done. Um, sometimes sedatives can be used to make it make cats calmer. But there's, unfortunately, it's part of the issue with with going to going to the vet for animals unfamiliar. They're never going to get used to it because they don't go often enough. And so they carry on being frightened of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the way we talk about uh, using the kind of cage for dogs and leave it on the floor and let them go in and out and treat it as their home. I presume that doesn't yes. work with cats, that, or that, does? No, it?
0: that that will work. That's a long term, and that's not going to help this person for next week. Yeah. But in the long term, yes, for most cat owners, I think if you have a cat cage, then put it in the put it in the main living room where the cat is, so it becomes used to it as an object, uh, and that way, at least that side of it. Um, they're still going to be stressed by, the, by, by traffic and by movement and so on, but at least that side of
1: won't be quite so bad. Uh, my male nine-and-a-half-year-old cat has been diagnosed with FIV. I'm looking for ideas to boost his immune system. He's mostly an indoor cat but has access to the outdoors.
0: Um, yes. Um, it's, I, mean, I suppose it's a bit like ourselves, really. The immune system, it, it, it's like what Luke was talking about, things like nutrition, rest, all of those things. There aren't actual specific products that, that we would use to boost the immune system for an FIV cat. Not, not, um, but, at, but at the same time, I think it's worthwhile talking to their vet about everything to do with an FIV-positive cat. You would be concerned about an FIV-positive cat being outside because they will spread, they'll risk spreading their infection to other cats. Mm. Cats spread FIV by fighting, and, uh, 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 and if, your, if your cat's attacking other cats, then you can be passing it on. You need to be aware of
1: that. I have three cats, one of which has begun to spray and pee on almost any vertical surface. He is not neutered. Could this be the problem? And is the poor fellow just trying to claim territory over the more adult cat? That's from John in Offaly. It it
0: certainly is to do with him being not neutered, and I'd strongly recommend that you get him neutered. That will make a big difference. Um, As well as that, though, cats do do it sometimes because they're being intimidated outside by other cats. Uh, so, um, having litter trays indoors will often help a lot. Um,
1: now, uh, Pete, I just have to to ask you: Are you going to make it for Facebook? Live? I
0: am. Yes, I'm just going to start going again in a moment. And the road looks like it's cleared ahead. Looks like there's a big block drain on Leeson Street that there's a has been totally blocked by some um, some big vehicle. Uh, so
1: all right. Should, so you will be yeah. there. So I can I tell indeed. people that they can check into facebook.com forward slash Newstalk FM. And uh, Pete will be doing a live Q&A in just a few minutes time. And by the way, if you want to know more about what Pete's up to, you can find him on Facebook as uh, Pete the Vet.